is Helen Hall with Blender Bombs, and we're listening to Deaf Dialogue. Excellent. Way to go. Perfect. Welcome to week 19 of Deaf Dialogue. My name is Derpy Dave, joined as always by, well, Wes isn't here, but our other stud McMuffin with the side of Szechuan's dipping sauce, Quiet K. <laughs> this week, we are joined by our newest friend. Maybe she's our friend. Hopefully, she's our friend. Uh, the creator of Blender Bombs, Hustle Smoothie Bar, 8 by 20 Market, and Hustle Hot Wheels Food Truck. Please welcome Helen Hall. Yes, we can so we can be friends. Yeah. <laughs> That's We're officially great. friends now. <laughs> Did I miss anything? Did I get all the businesses? There's a lot. Um Tipsy Spritzers is the last one. Nice. Okay. Cool. cool yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. Lots of <clears throat> things happening. I am surrounded by paperwork right now. I wish you could see what's on the other side of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we got uh, referred to you by one of our previous guests, and he brought up Blender Bombs. Um, oh, awesome. So we looked into Blender Bombs, and um, can you kind of tell us about how Blender Bombs got started, where the idea yeah. came from, how long it took to get off the ground, that whole deal? Yeah, so Blender Bombs are a, they're like a golf ball size. They're a ball full of chia seed, hemp seed, flax seed, walnuts, pecans, dates, aloe, almond, bee pollen, cinnamon, vanilla, sea salt, and a little bit of honey. And you can either eat them as a snack, you can put them in a blender to make it a full meal replacement, or you can crumble it over yogurt or oatmeal. The goal is to kind of like have one a day as a daily vitamin because of the nutrients that are in it. It has every essential amino acid, every essential fatty acid, helps stabilize your blood sugar. Um, it, the main thing it does for me is it, it helps with my sugar cravings. And I'll give you a little spiel of how it got started, but I used to be a binge eater. And it wasn't until I started having that blender bomb smoothie every day that um, I was able to kind of like control my binge eating. And now I would say that I have like the healthiest relationship with food ever. It's been a long process though. But in college, how the business started was in college, I went to South Carolina, go Gamecocks, <laughs> didn't learn anything, but had fun. And I gained 30 pounds freshman year. And I spent like my first years of college just doing toxic bad diets, uh, low calorie diets, just trying to figure out how to lose it. But even if I would lose the weight, I would gain it right back when I was, you know, living a normal life. So then I dedicated the last two years of college to kind of learning what a lifestyle, like a sustainable, healthy lifestyle was. Um, and I actually worked with a physician on binge eating as well, because I definitely struggled with that. And that's when he kind of helped me develop the smoothie recipe. So he had me do the smoothie every day with all of those ingredients and it was super time consuming to make the smoothie. I mean, it took like 15 to 20 minutes to make the smoothie, which is nuts. Yeah. Maybe even like 25, including cleanup time. Um, and, but I did it because I was in college and I had the time. And what I noticed is my sugar cravings and my binge eating was gone. And I really just like had control over my food for the first time. So that's when I was able to kind of get in this like lifestyle routine. And after college, I did the corporate world for a few months, hated it, cried every day. <laughs> and then I became a personal trainer, started training clients. I noticed that they struggled with the same food issues that I used to struggle with. And I tried to get them to make this smoothie and they wouldn't because it took too long and they were busier than I was in college. So then the idea popped into my head to measure out all the ingredients and figure out like, and like weigh it out, um, figure out how big the ball would need to be if I like took all those ingredients and bound them together with some dates and honey. So that's how the blender bomb was made. And I started giving it to my clients to supplement their workouts. 
uh, or not to supplement their workouts, but like as an addition to their services with me mm-hmm. and the, their wives started asking for them. Their friends started asking for them. Um, my other clients started asking and it turned into a business. Like, I think I went full time with it in about three months. Jeez. It was nuts. Yeah. That's insane. Like selling literal nut and seed balls out of my kitchen. It was crazy. It's the craziest thing ever because they work. Like they really do help people. What if you just eat one? If you don't put it in anything, if you just eat it? Yeah, I would say it, like I, I've lately been eating them and not having smoothies because I've been traveling a lot. So I eat one, but then I'll eat a banana with it. So I try to pair it with fruit because of the natural sugar that's in fruit. Yeah. But a lot of people just eat it plain. So you can do that. You can also crumble it over oatmeal or over yogurt. Um, some people get Probably weird and they crumble it over salads, <laughs> but I eat them plain a lot. I microwave it for seven seconds and then I'll eat it with like a banana or an orange or a peach or something like that. It's crazy. Go ahead, Go ahead, man. I was just saying it's crazy how like how quickly like it just exploded for you. I'm just curious, like Instagram. growing pains and like, <laughs> <laughs> I got to imagine going from your kitchen to i'm not sure if you have someone producing it for you or if you're how you're doing that but like i'm sure that was fun to figure out <laughs> oh my god that was that was to this day that was the hardest thing was finding it's called a co-packer so i was making them in my kitchen at first going to costco two to three times a week like buying everything in bulk that i could there um, buying the rest of the stuff online and making it in my kitchen my roommate was like so supportive but I felt bad because it was always a mess and like I had cats and it was occasional cat hair and like because I was using my hands to roll everything you couldn't like squeeze out the moisture so the bombs would go moldy after a little bit so people had to refrigerate them it was a mess at first but what I did was my next stepping stone after making them in my kitchen when I stopped having time to do that and like do the back end I found a catering company nearby who could start making the blender bombs for me. And then I just continued to do the shipping and like the customer service and the Instagram. And then a few months after that, I found a co-packer. So a co-packer is like a huge mass production facility that produces food and mass quantities. So I called like so many co-packers and found one that had the right machine to create the blender bombs. And about like probably six months after that, after I found them, Probably four to six months. Can you remember now? So long ago, it was like four years ago. We moved into a co-packer and then I just was able to run the business side of things. And they did the manufacturing, the ordering and the fulfillment. Gotcha. Nice. So did you do business at at South Carolina or you you kind of learn as you went through all that? I was a fashion major, which like in the state of South Carolina is an actual joke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No offense, South Carolina fashion majors, but... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So we, um, I don't know. I really didn't know anything about business. What's crazy is it was 2019 is when I was asked to do my first interview. And one of the questions they asked me was about entrepreneurship. And I had to Google what the word entrepreneur meant. Like I did not mean to start a business. I've never made a business plan. Like I've never looked at a PL until this year. Yeah. So you so, just so, had this awesome idea and, and it just took off. I, That's awesome. I got so, so, so lucky. Not, I don't think it was lucky though. Like I, I made a product that worked and there's nothing like it on the market. And not only that, but like my marketing at the beginning was everything was bootstrapped. So I worked my ass off. Like I did not sleep the first year or two. And um, 
I really just grew by word of mouth and testimonials. Like I would hustle people to give me their testimonials so I could share it <laughs> and yeah. spread word of mouth. Nice. That's right. Did the creation of blender bombs lead to these other businesses quickly or how did they come about afterwards? Yeah, kind of, maybe even a little bit too quickly. Um, I was broke as hell growing up. Like I didn't have any money and I found my strength was creating businesses and then hiring the right. I'm very good at delegating and so hiring teams to kind of run things, but it was about uh, six, not, I know a nine months into blender bombs where I had an assistant and I was like making her smoothies every day when she was helping me. And she was like, God, wouldn't it be so nice if someone like made the smoothies for us. And within about three months of saying that we found, we started like pop-up smoothie bar. She's gone now. So it's just me and we have the smoothie bar and the smoothie bar is in town center. It has been through hell and back. It's had so many ups and downs, like, cause e-commerce you can hide behind a screen like you can hide behind usps you're good but a a retail brick and mortar store like you have to have staff that's personable like the retail side of stuff was way 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 harder than i could have ever imagined and eventually we had to hire a guy to do a management contract to like whip us into shape and he's really helped that was my biggest uh mistake in that business was not hiring someone who could kind of mentor us and guide us in the retail industry. You can figure out e-commerce yourself, but retail, you don't want to mess with. It's too, too risky, too much overhead, unless yeah, you know I what you're like doing. The, there's, the risk there is obviously greater. I mean, if things don't go well, then the word of mouth can, can turn poor quickly. Oh yeah. Yeah, and you're locked into a lease. You're locked into like people's payroll. And we lost our ass the first year. First two years we did. This is the first year we've ever, I think we started that business in 2018. And this is the first year where we've actually like um, been the positive. And where is, where is that one located? Town center in Mount Pleasant. And then the food truck we launched during COVID. And that is downtown at the container bar. And that's still just a pop-up. Yeah. Container bar is pretty cool. It's sick. Yeah. Bill Murray owns it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's cool. We'll have to check that spot out. Kyle's in Virginia, so he won't be able to as quickly. That's as okay. I can. <laughs> yeah, he's a, I think South Carolina's bad. Virginia. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, Virginia is <laughs> definitely my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's incredible. That's that's ridiculous that everything kind of exploded as quickly as he did. Yeah, but we also had, like I said, we lost our ass on the smoothie bar. So yeah, I feel like those smoothies in general, man, like tropical smoothie. You know, it's expensive to make a smoothie. I feel it's like so the price expensive. Is be, yeah, it, buying everything in bulk is going to be incredible. It's so expensive, and like tropical smoothie uses a lot of juices to get the flavors. They use a lot of like pre-made stuff, but some of the tropical smoothie stuff is great. Um, you just got to like make your own because they use a lot of powders to flavor things. Yeah. Yeah. And then it settles at the bottom. (laughs) Um, So what, besides, I guess, kind of stumbling upon blender bombs, did you have anything else that like kind of motivated you to create everything else and to continue with it? Like once it started rolling, did you like, this is it, this is what I'm going to do. 
Yes, I've always had like a plan in place, kind of in- intuitively, I guess. So it started with the blender bombs, which is a product. That's a great foundation. But um, my like whole thing is a lifestyle change, not just like a quick fix, right? So people can have their one smoothie in the morning and that's a great stepping stone. That's a great first thing to do, you know? Um, and then, you know, we started realizing like, God, it's, it's hard to do that consistently because sometimes it's annoying to make a smoothie. So then we open the smoothie bar so that we can like buy our own smoothies. And the smoothie bar also sells prepped cups, which is everything you need for your smoothie. You just dump the contents of the cup in a blender, add water and blend. And that makes it very easy for people to make smoothies at home. And then it's like, all right, we've got the first meal of the day. And so the next thing we needed was snacks. So that's where 80-20 market comes into play. It sells like healthy snacks and kind of more lifestyle things like journals, incense, um, you know, snacks, desserts, cookies, brownies, but they're all gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, just good for you ingredients um, and good for your, your mind and like your heart. And then it's like, okay, well now we need dinner. Like I don't, I hate cooking. And that's where the food truck comes into play because the smoothie bar doesn't sell food. It just sells like breakfast and lunch items. So then we have the the food truck and then it's like, oh shit, I want some alcohol. (laughs) So that's where tipsy spritzers comes into play and white claws and trulies give me severe eczema, like crazy immediately. Um, There's a lot of stuff in there that doesn't work well for the human body, especially in large (laughs) so we've been working on this um low alcohol wine based spritzer since 2019 and it's just about to launch this month it's got organic wine organic flavors organic juice concentrate um cane sugar and monk fruit and water like reverse osmosis water and that is all the businesses that i will ever create because (laughs) it's it's everything i (laughs) no it's it's literally everything i need for my life and now all it is, is now I have to sell this lifestyle, whether it be through a documentary or a book or a podcast. Like that's where I'm at right now is I'm trying to figure out, like, once I get through a little more hurdles over the next year and get these businesses like running themselves smoothly without me having to be in there every day. Like right now I'm very hands-on, but in a year or two, once we get them all set up for success, that's when I'm going to have to transfer my focus to be let's sell this lifestyle yeah that's awesome do you what's like your biggest fear regarding moving forward or do you have a fear in that transition period Uh, my biggest fear is honestly not executing efficiently because i'm very creative uh, but i don't sometimes i i do things in the wrong order And like, I'm very just direct straight to the point. And what I've realized is like with marketing, you gotta, you gotta tease a little bit, like even in relationships, it's like, I don't play games. Like, I just don't, I don't know how to joke. Like I'm not that funny. People laugh at me, but they don't laugh at like at my jokes. Like I don't, I don't have that type of brain. And so I've got to, what is your best joke? (laughs) Don't have a joke. (laughs) I've never said like a joke in my life. (laughs) No, like, knock-knock joke? Nothing like that? Hell no. <laughs> what about you, Kyle? What's your best joke? I, the, I'm in the same bit. <laughs> Nothing. It's like right. some people just have it. I can't just naturally tell a joke. 
even try, me trying yeah. to tell a story is like you just yeah, I'm bad at storytelling. i can't tell a story either <laughs> do you have a joke nope no jokes shut up yeah babe. we You've got jokes <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, right, so that's my biggest off. fear is um, not doing something as well as I could have or executing something as well as I could have. Yeah. So the, uh, sorry, I'm stuck on your, the spritzer thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is it, what's the alcohol content? Like, are you having to go through the whole process of it being alcohol or is it lower that you're not having to do all that? Oh yeah, we got to go through that. That's why it's taking so long. Um, gotcha. It's 6% ABV. Okay. Yeah. So is it, are you <clears throat> trying to just distribute in South Carolina to get started that way? Or are you going bigger right away? Or We, the first production run will only be South Carolina because it's small, but we have the licensing for North Carolina, Georgia, Florida, and Tennessee as well. So nice. we'll do those states mm-hmm. in our second production run. Yeah, no Virginia okay. yet. Um, but it's in a 250 milliliter can and it's super cute. The website's live. If y'all want to check it out, it's tipsyspritzers.com. Um, but every, all the brands we do are like super colorful, like blenderbombs.com, super colorful. I like, I like a lot of color. I tried to be trendy at first and that just, again, wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, not like cool. I, I'm a designer and I was looking at your blender bomb site and that got a kick out of a lot of it, the logo and everything. Like the packaging is really, really cool. We have some new packaging that's going to launch in the next year. It's sick. So stay right. tuned. Yeah, go. <laughs> that's ridiculous i'm jealous it's pretty awesome when it's fine so you said um your your drink is going to come out later this year or it'll be next year it will be this month um at the oh, end okay. of june we do our first production run cool. in vegas yeah cool, cool, cool. nice that'll be good yeah better. can you chug them can you like put it in a yes beer bong and down the hatch totally go to town (laughs) yes go to town that was one of the goals for the drink that was a good joke full of jokes (laughs) i'm here all night so (laughs) what future plans do you have for all of your businesses do you like have any five-year ten-year plans going on in your mind that in my mind yeah so like both they're not written down necessarily they're like scribbled maybe <laughs> but blender bombs like we need to i would like someone to take over as ceo that's the goal um and kind of run the business and then i just become the founder in the face and like help with marketing and new product development that's what, all i want to do with it like i'm trying to transition to that over the next year or so and with 8020, I'm not going to ever be doing that much with 8020 until like Blender Bombs is kind of sold. So hopefully that gets acquired in the next seven years, five to seven years. Um, and then 8020 is something that I'll really work on after Blender Bombs gets acquired. And Hustle Smoothie Bar, the goal is to franchise it. We have to go through some like a lot of stuff over the next two years. So before we can do that. And the food truck, no plans. We'll just keep it there. That's literally just for personal reasons. I need some food. <laughs> in Charleston. Um, and then Tipsy Spritzers, the goal is to grow it and get it acquired as well. And the main goal, like my absolute dream is to film a documentary where I gain like 
30 pounds. And then I show people how to use it, lose it using the like blender bomb and 820 lifestyle. So you want to put on 30 pounds and yeah. then lose the weight. Yeah, for sure. And like other people to do it with me. All right. Talk me into it. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. We'll have so much fun eating all the foods. Yeah, like I just won't eat. A few month long <laughs> vacation of just no rules. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine that, dude. We're going to thrive. There's no cares. <clears throat> Beer for yeah. breakfast. I always said, like, if I could have any superpower, it would be to eat whatever the hell I wanted without ever feeling like full or um, without it affecting my health. That would be pretty nice. Have way too much of a uh, sweet tooth to uh, blender bombs. Do you really got to try the blender bomb smoothies? I swear, I'll get rid of that sweet tooth if you do it consistently. Definitely. Okay, so that's that's it. That leads to a good question. How, what kind of time frame? Like, not like a trial period, not like three to five days, but like, would it be like two weeks of? Yeah, I would say you start noticing that, that you would notice it. You would notice the reduction in sugar cravings after like two weeks. You would want um, to have add a cacao powder to your smoothie as well to get like the chocolate effect. So banana, cacao, blender bomb, peanut butter, water, ice bomb butter, maybe some spinach, that sort of concoction. And I would have it as your first meal of the day whenever you break your fast for two weeks and you will absolutely notice a reduction in sugar cravings. As far as like continuing it, just have a blender bomb every day, whether it's as a smoothie or as a snack or again, over like yogurt or oatmeal. And I'm sure that involves not eating my dessert that I like to eat every night along with that, right? You, you won't crave that it. Dessert. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, at first, I feel like you just have to cut it off so that way you don't, I don't know, but. If yeah, it's not in your house, you won't crave it. it. It's crazy. Yeah. Just yeah. don't buy it, man. Well. <laughs> but it's so hard to tell people not to buy it when people, when you have cravings, you know? Oh, yes. Do you see this baby face? <laughs> it's adorable. You know it. <laughs> yeah. No. Mm, I don't know. I'm going to have to try. I'll ship you some, Kyle. I'll ship you some blender bombs. So you guys are in Costco. Is that where I can buy some blender bombs? Yes. Yeah, so we're in like 16 Costco's in the Southeast, which everyone should go there. We have a full list on our Instagram, but we're also at all the Whole Foods nationally. We're in like 70% of Whole Foods in the nation. But I would just tell people to check out blenderbombs.com store locator. You can also order it online, but we're really trying to push the Costco business because it is a test right now. So if we don't pass the test, like we won't be there permanently. What does their test involve? You have to sell like four uh, pallets? Yeah, you have to sell like a certain amount of SKUs per week. Mm. Sounds I mean, at least you get a lot of business, though. There's a lot of What's people that? going through there. Yeah, but uh, our packaging should have been a little different for Costco, but we didn't have time. The the journey of like, and even a similar product, um, I want to say it's Luna Bars, maybe? Like very similar, um, like I think the hurdles that they went through is sounds very similar to what you've been going through and like even getting into costco or grocery stores like that like how challenging was it for you to get into whole foods that was actually the first big retail that we ever landed and again it was because of instagram like i had been emailing whole foods for months and they would never respond to me 
And finally I went on Instagram and I was like, Hey, I know you guys want to sit Whole Foods. They will not answer me. If you know anyone in corporate Whole Foods, let me know because we would love to pitch to them. And about two hours after I posted that, I had an email from corporate asking us to fly down there the following month, month to pitch. Nice. And that's just like an example of asking for what you need, you know? Sometimes it works yeah. and sometimes it doesn't, but you never know unless you ask. Yeah. yeah. It's always a no unless you ask. Yeah. All right. So Kyle, do you have another question about Blender Bombs or any of her I do. developments? <laughs> I'm just, I'm like all interested in all the business aspect of it, but uh, yeah, yeah. Go for it. As much as you want to talk about it or not. Kyle, but... man, what's stopping us? Let's... Yeah. Nothing's off limits. No, that's true. Yeah. Um, the you're talking about maybe having blender bombs acquired or the spritzer or thing like that um it just got me curious if through the process did you have to get investors and stuff like that to expand it or were you just kind of pushing all on your own yeah so everything was self-funded which is crazy i had 300 dollars in my bank account when i started blender bombs and made it profitable since day one because I used to sell them in Ziploc bags. Like it was, and I saved every single penny I made. Yeah. I saved as much as I could the first year. Then I spent a little too much. I learned from that mistake. <laughs> um, and so I just used money I had made from Blender Bombs to open the smoothie bar and to open Tipsy Spritzers. 80-20 market actually didn't require more. It was like a thousand it was like $1,500 to start 8020 market to buy the cookies because we launched with one product only. And yeah, so everything's been self-funded and that's, I love saving money. You just got to save, 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 like yeah, live lean, save. That's incredible. Yeah. I would have assumed at some point along the line, you'd have to have someone to help you kind of get will. over some hurdles. Yeah, we will. We have a line of credit right now that we just started using um, when we launched with Costco. We'll eventually probably need to get some investment. I would love to go as long as possible without it and just keep growing slow because like I'm happy growing slow. I'm not like in this rat race, right? Yeah. And I kind of like having to figure it out myself like a game, but we actually went on Shark Tank last year, which was cool. We didn't take a deal and we didn't air, but we got a lot of good feedback from the sharks. They didn't have anything bad to say. They just said... Mark Cuban was like, um, you need to add irons to the blender bombs to get that older age demographic. So we're going to work on that. Hmm. But I'm going to try and reapply for Shark Tank. We'll see. He follows me on Instagram. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I, He's uh, the best. This is not unimportant, funny story about Shark Tank. So you can delete this if you want. From I was going to tell a joke. Here it it's comes. It's not a joke. But my mom was a a nanny for a family for a while. And the guy um, created a, I don't know if I should say the brand, whatever it was. A, I think he called it man pack, but it was essentially a, a, a side, like a backpack, but one strap across your chest. And he actually managed to get to shark tank and pitched it and it aired. And I'm like, it's just a backpack. Like how did we make it this far here? This is just a backpack. I, I can't believe back, it. Huh? That's hilarious. Yeah, I can't can't handle it. The guy yeah. was kind of crazy too, but 
Sorry. Hey, people, did people Shark buy Tank rocks, like blow them up? I, it was so long ago. I can't even remember. Like, I think they were actually like, obviously he didn't get a deal or anything, deal. but I, I want to say maybe one or two of them were like, gave him a hard time, but I wasn't like, it was pretty, uh, nothing too harsh, I guess. Surprisingly. Aww. Got me. I don't, I don't see that episode. I have to find it. It was so long ago. It, it yeah. hasn't been. I don't even know how long the show's been on at this point, but I feel like it was like twenty-three seasons. Damn, I have no idea. Mm. How long. Or no, twenty-one. Mm. Twenty-one. This was season twenty-one. Yeah. So this was, I gotta say, like six or eight years ago, something like that. <clears throat> Maybe even longer. Okay. Never mind. I'm totally lying. I think it's season twelve. I think I got the numbers reverse. Yeah. Yeah, that probably makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a cool show though. Never watched. Sidetracked on Shark Tank. (laughs) Heard of it? Never watched it. Get on it. I know Mark Cuban though. Well, I know of him. I don't know him. Yeah. I don't know him. He does not follow me on Instagram. (laughs) Not yet. He's a great guy. All right. So outside of uh, work and businesses. What are you like? What do you do for fun? <laughs> I read a lot. I have an incredible group of friends that I'm like super thankful for. Like I can't even tell you how lucky I am. I have such a good group of friends um, and a lot of friends, which is awesome. So I hang out with my friends. I like to travel. We have an RV. We go live in the RV sometimes and rent on our house to get away. And I have two cats. I'm pretty weird. Like, I'm not normal. <laughs> it's fine. And I don't really go to, like, concerts or anything. I go out. I like going out. So, yeah, pretty normal life. Did you travel uh, anywhere fun the past year with all this nonsense going on? I actually just got back from Antigua. We were there for a week. Or, yeah, almost a week on a boat, which was sick. And they cooked for us on the boat. It was the coolest trip I've ever been on. Mm. Now my amazing. like standards are up here, though. That's the problem. <laughs> yes. I'm now like, you're living that one life. week living in a yacht, <laughs> one week living in an RV park without running water. <laughs> it's very different. I can go both ways that way. I can do super bougie or I can be like literally borderline homeless and be happy. Yeah, I've been dreaming of van life for like the past few years. and You look like a van lifer. Do it, Kyle. Kyle with your back, Kyle with practic- your bikes in the background. He, he practically yeah. lives that and, life. Right and now. with our two-year-old daughter, uh, I actually follow a few people on Instagram that have toddlers that are that do van life, and I'm just always in awe of them how they handle yeah, it. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Um, Look at Tom Green. Tom Green just did it. Yeah. Traveled across the whole U.S. Yeah, I should have taken advantage of the whole working from home, and uh, my wife's a nurse. Got her to do some travel nursing or something. And, yeah, that's what we did. Oh well, do it eventually. Next, do it COVID. tomorrow. <laughs> Next, <COVID. laughs> let's hope that doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, do it tomorrow, Kyle. Okay, I'll get on it right now. What else you got to do, man? It's Friday. You got no job. <laughs> Just kidding. You have a job. If you go and live in a van, Kyle, I want to be at least within your fifth stop somewhere. Like Charleston's my fifth stop? No, I mean, within that, you know, within the fifth, you know what I mean? Maybe not your first stop, but (laughs) 
It'll be your first stop, Dave. Don't worry. Yes. Thanks, man. Do you listen to uh, any kind of music? Are you your music head at all? No. You say you didn't go to concerts. I like don't understand music. No, I like music. I just listen to whatever the top hits are. I like all genres. But no, I don't dive into the music industry. But I really respect it. I admire it. Yeah. But like movies and music isn't what um, I resonate with. I don't think. You just destroyed. Okay. I felt next. so bad. I was like, <laughs> no. I was actually. This is a crazy story, but three weeks ago I was in Atlanta and I was at a bar and we ended up hanging out with like Jamie Foxx and we went over to his house. It's crazy. I don't know how this happened. We went over to his house afterwards. Like he invited us over there. None of us were drinking either. Like I was drinking hot tea, which was the coolest part. Like no one was wasted. It was genuinely just a good conversation and laughs and having fun. And I was talking to these two people and telling them that like music and movies don't really resonate with me just like conversation. And they're like, okay, cool. Like what does resonate with you? And that's when I started telling them like, you know, entrepreneurship and food and like leadership and personal development. Like that's what I'd spend all my time diving into. Like I love that stuff. And as we were leaving, I asked for their names, like follow them on Instagram. (laughs) It was Ross Butler and Megan Good. And they both have like 9 million followers on Instagram. And they're both like Mm -hmm. A-list actors. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, Sorry about that. <laughs> didn't know who you were. You're wearing sweatpants. Like, I didn't know. I thought you were the camera crew. <laughs> Just Man, rushing up against uh, yeah. movie stars. It was crazy. It was like the craziest thing I've ever done. It's a typical Thursday before this no. Thursday. Yeah, you know, just typical. I'll never <laughs> see them again. That's <laughs> okay. What about you, Kyle? What are you listening to right now? There's a band just got put together called Fucking Whatever. Yeah, that's a great name. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually uh, it's uh, Taking Back Sunday, um, Adam Lazara, and then Anthony Green from Circus Survive did a thing together. And Dave, you should go listen to it. And Helen, Dave. maybe you should go listen to it too. Maybe it'll resonate. Yeah, I maybe I will. <laughs> If you tell me to listen to it, I will. Fucking whatever. Is um, it on Apple? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So. I will definitely check it out. Those are great musicians. Yeah, it doesn't Here's sound them. like it's way more atmospheric and like uh, out there instrumentally compared to their normal stuff. Did Anthony Green record the lyrics or the vocals in Jess Margera's house? I don't know. Maybe. Why don't you know, Kyle? I'm pretty sure he did. You should look into that. Okay. I'm pretty sure he did. You know who Jess Margera is, right? Bam Margera's brother? Bam Margera's brother? Yeah. You talking to me? I don't know (laughs) any of these people. (laughs) You know Jackass, right? The movie's Jackass? Yeah, but I've never seen it. Yeah, it's not worth your time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Maybe it is, man. You should watch Jackass. The Maybe whole series. I will not. I will it's not. a great series. Immediately after this, go watch them. I will not. <laughs> um, okay, so fine. they're 
unscripted and hilarious. Maybe I will watch it then if it's unscripted. I like that. It's just people hurting themselves for an hour. It's really funny. So do you have anyone or a business that you think we should reach out to and maybe help promote a little bit similar to what we're doing with you? Oh, God. Um, well, no, I wasn't prepared for this question. <laughs> I thought you were asking me about someone who had like helped my life. Uh, yeah, sure. Or that too. Yeah. So my Tipsy Spritzer's business partner, Katie, has been incredible over these last few weeks. She's just like always been a mentor to me. And I've learned so much from her. She's the best. You can shout her out, Katie. Good job, Katie. Way to kick ass. <laughs> Was there any businesses? I mean, it sounds like it kind of happened out of necessity for your your lifestyle, but was there any businesses or similar products that inspired you with blender bombs or any of the other ones throughout creating them? Um, no, not with blender bombs with tipsy spritzers. There was a drink called day drinking. That's pretty, I didn't, they didn't technically inspire us, but like we actually found out about them after we already made the branding for tipsy, but we have similar branding and they're also a really good drink. And then there's a girl in Colombia called tasty is fit. And like some of just, she sells food and I've never been a chef. Like I don't cook, I can just blend, but she sells incredible food in Colombia. And like, we wanted healthy food here. And so that's kind of one reason why we started the food truck is because like, I suck at cooking. And she made me believe that like plant-based foods can taste good. So then we hired a chef here to like develop incredible plant-based recipes. So are you vegan or plant-based? Diet I'm completely. vegetarian. Okay. Yeah, I'm vegetarian. Gotcha. Do you think you could be a vegetarian, Kyle? I think I could do it. I mean, yeah, I think so. I think if you're cooking correctly, I, I yeah. we cook a few different vegetarian meals and always taste good. So I could probably do it. They're really good. Gotta go to the food truck. I just like Definitely. a lot of carbs and pasta. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I love Sorry. pasta, but it's super full. Yeah. I had a, another question and then forgot it and it came back to me. Um, so Instagram was your, obviously how you marketed and got everything going. Were you big into, I don't know if I want to call it a lifestyle or however, like, is that is that you were already on Instagram and big into it and so it just kind of made it natural to go with it? Or is it something you created to build it? Um correct I like had 1500 followers like just my friends and stuff and clients but it grew pretty quickly because I started sharing the testimonials okay mm-hmm. gotcha were you um personal trainer at a gym in Charleston or were you doing it independently I started independently and then I started working for high low fitness when it opened like I helped launch it i guess with a bunch of other trainers but i wasn't a train i was a front desk girl when i first started and then moved up to trainer um and taught like the lower intensity strength sculpting classes and is fitness kind of stayed constant for you through that or is it not as okay no definitely not it's like as when life and work got more stressful i kind of stopped doing i stopped exercising as much but 
I like it that way because now I just walk more and I'm trying to work out more now um, that I have time. But yeah, my body didn't necessarily change that much when I stopped working out. I just kept eating really well. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Healthy, healthy diet is where it's at. Yeah, it's the best. Away. It's so important. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. um, and it right there with you, but it's very difficult with two-year-old running around and like she doesn't eat anything and uh, yes, makes things tough sometimes. You got to make her smoothies. Well, she would yeah, probably enjoy that. She would crush a smoothie. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. And it would keep her full all day. Yeah, her, she's all about just like carbs right now. Any crackers, mm. bread, anything like that she can eat. She just can't get her eating. She's going to have more followers on Instagram within a year than any of us. You That's take funny. great photos of her. She's very photogenic. Yeah, but I'm not about to start an Instagram account for her. I mean, I don't blame you. I'm um, sad we missed Wes. Um, feel like he would have been excited to talk to you and... Uh, yeah, probably had some good questions for you, but we missed him too. Wait. That's okay. Follow him on Instagram. <laughs> what is his name? Yeah, Wes Conley VA. Cool. The man with the plan. He's our <laughs> GQ model. Love He's that. just here for looks. <laughs> Any other questions, or Helen? Do you have questions for us? We're not as interesting. We can do. But- we can do a discount code for the listeners um dialogue for 15 percent off nice oh sneeze bless you thank you (laughs) yeah so we've already made that code so it's good good to go awesome i will definitely uh spread the word cool well thank you guys so much for having me yeah thanks for joining us that was great yeah yeah that was awesome congratulations on all the businesses Thanks. I'm no, I'm long, listen I'm no to, longer listening to music or jokes. What's it called? Like fucking whatever. I'll go listen to that. Yeah, hopefully enjoy it. <laughs> Bye guys. Yeah, have a good one. Have a good one. Bye bye. Bye guys.